Hey, and thanks for joining us on this week's episode of For All Things Lexington, the only show dedicated to Lexington, South Carolina, and where a spade is always a spade. Here, we'll talk to and about people, places, groups, things to do, and places to go in and around Lexington, South Carolina. I'm your host, Angela Barrett, and this is For All Things Lexington. Brought to you in part by GervaisStreetBridge.com, Columbia's most unforgettable free-to-list business directory. And by Angela Barrett at HomeMattersSC.com, building on what matters to you. Mission Lexington is the social services hub of Lexington County. I think a lot of times we think of, you know, other countries, far off places, having hungry children or no power or no water, and we don't realize that it's right here. The neighbors who come see us here at Mission Lexington are just like you and me, uh, but maybe their stories are a little bit different. Until I came here, I was aware that there was poverty and that there was need, but I had no comprehension that this close to home, we had this much need. There's a lot of resources in Lexington, but a lot of people know how to tap those resources. And so again, that's where we come in and try to partner with Mission Lexington. They come in handy with that because again, those resources are already established. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today, and today I'm excited. I am here at Mission Lexington with uh, Robin Bowers, the Executive Director, and Amy Reeves, um, Director of the Community Relations. That's a mouthful. Um, thank y'all for having me. I'm excited to be here. Y'all are busy today. We are busy today. I'm glad I slowed down to come in. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so tell me, Mission Lexington, tell me, what... What is it? I what mean, is it? We are a crisis ministry that was formed about 45 years ago, a little over 45, um, by an ecumenical association. It was four Lutheran churches. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we've grown and grown to many Protestant um, and Catholic churches. And uh, we are up to, I think, 65 or 68 churches wow. who are part of our partnership. Um, of course, we partner with um, individuals and corporations and, you know, all sorts of other folks right. to get the job done. But we have grown and grown and grown over the last several years. Um, so if a person is in crisis, if they have, um, if they're normally sustainable, they normally can pay their bills um, and they have some crisis, medical, car, um, a death in the family, you know, it could be really anything. Sure. Um, then if they qualify, we can assist with. Um, things like shelter, utilities, of course, food and clothing. Those are easy. Um, but financials, we, we're really going to kind of dig into what's going on. Yeah, I was going to ask. So there are all different ways of help. And it always has to be a crisis to uh, receive help. Is that the well, criteria? Well, if, if somebody walks in today and says, I'm hungry, we're going to feed you. Sure. Um, if, if you come back in the next few months, we're going we're gonna to look at why you're still hungry. So we're going we're gonna to walk with you through the whole process. If there's something going on that, that takes you beyond today, mm -hmm. then we want to know what's going on. And again, so clothing, shelter, um, 
utilities, I suppose, food. Mm -hmm. um, did I leave anything out? We do a lot of, uh, we, there's a family probably getting ready to come see us whose mobile home burned down last night. Oh. So we will help them um, in rehousing. We will help them with refurnishing their clothes, their toys, their, their furniture, their food in their pantry, really everything. Okay. So now I know there's a thrift store here, mm -hmm. and that's for people to purchase. Mm -hmm. And it's just goods that have been donated and at a much lower price. And I guess you could buy at a regular store. It, correct. Okay. So everything's donated. We, of course, have um, clothing for free if you're coming in in need you're going sure. to just go in there and shop and we're not going to charge you for that none of our services are charged for um and so you're going to go shop we want you to pick out what you need what you want um and there's a family amount that we give you that uh, our clothes are a dollar and four dollars right. so you can get a lot of a lot of clothing in there for that but yes we're open to the public um actually our thrift store covers all of our expenses so any money's coming in really do go toward social services and helping others. So, yeah, that was going to be one of my questions is funding and how does that actually work? Mm -hmm. we, we have a couple of fundraisers um, and then we have a few grants and most everything else really is the thrift store and individuals and corporations that give throughout the year. Okay. I remember uh, not too long ago, uh, a few years back, an individual who was working alongside me and he said, you know, I used to be just like you. Uh, he said, I used to have a wife and a family and kids and then it all fell apart. And he said, but thank you and thank you Mission Lexington for what you have done in my life to help us get back on track. Poverty is isolating for the person that's going through it. Crisis is isolating for the person that's going through it. And in those types of situations, they're not reaching out to their neighbors and they're not telling people how they feel because it's embarrassing. And people in crisis and people that are, that are experiencing poverty shouldn't have to feel ashamed of the fact that they need help. Just to piggyback on what Robin said too, one of the things when I first started with Mission Lexington that I heard repeatedly was dignity for the client. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when they come here, they're at their lowest spot sure. most of the time. And so one of the things besides providing for that physical need, we want to make sure we're hitting that emotional side as well, which is making sure when they come in through our doors, so there's a dignity piece. So when you come into the thrift store and shop, you wouldn't be able to tell who's in there shopping with a voucher or who's in there shopping with their cash or debit card. They will come in, pick up their clothes, go to the register, check out the same way as anybody else would mm -hmm. and leave in that. So it's a it's a great part of the mission that we want to make sure that we're lifting them up, mm -hmm. you know, in their physical need as well as the spiritual or emotional. Mm -hmm. And to elaborate a little bit, because we talked about making sure we uh, knew what was going on if they had a crisis or if they came back again hungry mm -hmm. or whatever. So there's a large social worker piece that comes in here. Tell me how that works. Correct. Well, they actually start in our social services area and from there everything kind of falls uh, the dominoes fall they tell us yes they qualify for clothing yes they need food today um, we need to get a tent and a sleeping bag we've got somebody that's homeless and that's really how they want to live and that's really what they need um, that we've got somebody walking we may need to put their food in a rolling suitcase mm. uh, so if 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 it's one of those physical needs easy real easy 
when it comes to the financials, they're going to need to prove their crisis. Either they're going to have to show me the medical bill or the, um, you know, they normally work 40 hours, but they only work, you know, fewer hours than they normally do. There's a car repair. Uh, we've paid for funerals. We've put people on buses because that's the best place for them to go be stable is with family someplace else. Mm-hmm. So they just have to show us that proof of crisis and show us that they normally are okay. They give us permission to talk to the landlord and the utility companies and things like that. I don't want to pay your rent if the landlord doesn't want you to stay there. So we're protecting you as well as the landlord in that instance. And so if the landlord says, no, they they can't stay here, we're going to help you try and relocate someplace else. So you brought up somebody who uh, homeless. So what I mean. That is a crisis, but if that's the way they choose, correct. What qualifies them here, other than it's really cold and they're hungry? <laughs> exactly, and really cold and hungry is is a crisis. Sure. Um, they also, though, we can walk them through getting to transitions downtown. Um, we have um, also in our building, we've got homeless no more. They're from Richland County. Right. Um, they are here so that if I have a, a family, there's there have to be children involved. But if there's a family, I can get them emergent housing. You know, we're not going to have anybody living in their car. Right. Um, so there are a lot of times that people are, they're not ruthless, but they're homeless. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure that they can get stable, especially if there's a family involved. Having been employed with Lexington County all my 30 years, three decades, seeing this kind of growth, you and having been reared up in Lexington County in Pillion, South Carolina, I know there's need out there, but I have a, a passion for the citizens of Lexington County that I'm sworn to protect and serve. So when citizens hurt, I hurt right along with them. That's just being compassionate and human right along with these with the citizens that are in need. Sure, sure, sure. And again, all of these funds come from the churches that help mm-hmm. you guys and other organizations and individuals and the, the store. store. Mm-hmm. And so the people that you have here working, employees, volunteers, both? Yes. Uh, 25 employees, 26, eight. 28 employees, wow. and about um, 175 to 200 volunteers a week. Those are people that are in fixed slots, they come work in the food pantry, you know, every Monday from 10 to 2 or whatever. I gotcha. Um, now, the overall, I guess, mission, what would you, I mean, we know we're, we're helping people in crisis, but is there a, you know, what is the, would there be a goal that you guys would love to see happen? Well, we do see it happen. We see it happen every day. Our, our mission is to glorify God by serving those in crisis. So that's our everyday goal, no matter who's doing what. Are we doing it with dignity? Are we giving them hope? Are we doing it in a godly manner? We may pray with them. We may not. But we consider ourselves the hands and feet of Jesus. So we've got to treat them well while they're here. And our right. goal gets fulfilled every day, every day. Yeah. So what do you think, um, well, how, do you, uh, how do you measure your success? Um, we, don't, we see them once and we don't see them again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. Yeah, that is, that's a good way. So tell me, what do you think um, maybe has been um, some of the hardest hurdles you guys have to jump over? What, what would be some of those? The... 
I think the, the major thing right now is still supply of mm-hmm. being able to buy things or get things, toiletries, um, paper products, things like that, that, that we, we actually have grant money to buy certain things. Right. Uh, we do a lot of food rescue, so that means we go and we get food all across the, the Midlands every day. But there are certain items that we need to get. And since COVID, uh, when the supply and demand was was really tight or not there at all, um, the the grocery stores have figured out how to not stock their shelves quite as tightly. So we're having a hard time getting what we would normally get because they don't have it either. So I would say food source, mm-hmm. any, any kind of sourcing uh, of things that we need to purchase. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you do take donations for those type things, right? We do. And, and what you see in turn is our donors who are so gracious and still go and purchase at these higher grocery prices, you know, that impacts our donor as well. Sure. You know, we're seeing a supply issue on being able to purchase and our donors are feeling it not only for their personal grocery bill, but those that have the heart and the mission to still do it. You know, they're they're helping us absorb some of that cost in the stores as well. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, now, once somebody is in the program, I mean, y'all put them in housing and um, or help them get housing. How long does this program go with them? I mean, let's just say the people who had a house that burned down. So now we need to find them a house. We, they need, you know, clothes. They they need everything. We can do it in forty eight hours. And. Is there still some sort of, is this still sort of a resource place for them? Sure. We One of our food programs, we basically have three food programs. One is, I'm hungry today. I need to feed my family. You come, we, we, we get food for you. The other one, which is our largest program in the building, is called Food for Living. And that's for people on a fixed income. Mm-hmm. Um, Social Security, um, disability, VA benefits, things like that. They can come once a month. But then we've got the families whose the house burned down or they're moving out of a shelter or they're moving out of sister care. And, and we still are helping them with that housing piece. We're going to give them emergent food for three to six months. So we will continue to see them to make sure that they're OK for that long. I lost my job of 20 years in August of 2017. And after I got over the devastation, I was trying to work through things. And, you know, I, I just thought, you know, I would look for a job and it wasn't going to be that bad. I'd get unemployment and I'd be okay um, until I did get another job. It didn't work out that way. I was denied my unemployment and um, about four weeks later my car died, a $3,000 transmission service. So there I was unemployed. I didn't really have transportation to look for a job and um, it just things just kept happening and to where I was you know, really getting scared that, you know, I was getting EBT at the time. And um, uh, December, I, I got a job. I walked to work at Popeye's, um, making very low income. And in January, I got a letter stating that my EBT had been cut out because of the employment at Popeye's. So that's basically what brought me to Mission Lexington. Yeah, so, that, I mean helps me better understand it's not like here we have a house and well good luck you know yeah, no we don't do so. that the the other piece is that we work with all five school districts very closely with their social workers now those families we follow more closely um 
because we want to make sure that they that the child really is being taken care of. Sure. So we have about a 98, 97% success rate with the families being in their home, staying to the end of the year, being stabilized. So we feel really good about that. Yeah, that those are great statistics. Um any big plans for 2024? For- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the reveal. Um, we, we are busting at the seams. And um, I'd say you are. As you can <laughs> see, you know, I have drugs and things for, for first aid in my office. Um, expansion. The word for 24 is expansion. And that's still going to be able to come out of all the fund, you know, the supporters mm-hmm. funding. Because that's, I mean, there's not like, the thrift store can't fund everything, I'm sure. But. Right. Well, there will probably be a small capital campaign, I, I think, because of what we're doing and how we're doing it. That um, that it's going to be not as big a deal as we thought it was in the beginning, so... We're yeah. looking forward to it. I wish yeah. I could talk about it. Talk about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're I seeing get... Lexington grow, and so the oh, mission gosh. is as well. You know, we love to work ourselves out of a job, but you know, the need is there, and we want to make sure that we have the facility, the staffing, and the resources to continue to serve mm-hmm. our neighbors in need. Will here. you still be at this facility? I mean, maybe a we're, we're not sure where we'll be. Uh, <laughs> okay, because well, it's such a great. This is a great location for uh-huh. you guys. Um, right here on the main strip. Yep. Um, so tell me what the biggest misconception that people have about Lexington Mission that you think. So I'll just say she's going to have a lot better answer than I will. But um, I will say as I'm out in the community and speaking, the difference in for-profit and non-profit mm-hmm. is something that comes up often. Um, is understanding that what we do goes right back into the community versus maybe a for-profit donation center. And so one of the, I think, the misconceptions is really understanding. I mean, it's folks from all ages to their 20s, to their 60s. And when I talk about it, you can see the light bulb come on and go, I didn't realize that. I'm willing to drive two more miles now to donate my stuff with Mission Lexington because they know it's going right back into the community. You know, we're serving our neighbors with it. We're giving. And so for me, that's been one of the things that I, I hear and see a lot is the is the difference between and how it is it's right back into this area of service. Mm-hmm. It's so, not a national company. Yeah. I, I would I would rephrase the question just a little bit differently. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna answer it a little bit differently. Um, the misconception that I have fought and that we continue to fight is that we are right here in downtown Lexington at the lake, mm-hmm. prosperity you know, people drive from here to Columbia and from Columbia back to their lake house. And there is a huge, there's two thirds of the county that is absolutely starving. Right. And so the misconception is that we have poverty in Lexington County. We have a lot of poverty in Lexington County. Um, and so it's our job to make sure that people who can help do help and, and understand why they need to. So... Let's talk about how they can help. Um, what can, other than financial, which I know is obviously always a need, but what can they donate, and when can they bring donations? So gently used items. You know, we like us. I'll roll back to the very beginning. We talked about the dignity piece. Sure. So we ask when you're donating, is it something that you would want? someone to have back in need in their home or on their shelves or for their children. You know, when you donate, just kind of use that as a rule of thumb um, because we want to make sure that we're giving to our clients, 
you know, back with a piece of dignity. So I would definitely say in, in the donations, um, volunteering, you can definitely get plugged in with our volunteering. And we work, you know, usually our volunteer hours work 9 to 12 or 12 to 3. Um, but certainly we have folks that can come in and do two hours here, or a day here, or two days there. So we really want to sure. work with the schedule on that. Um, so I would definitely say through donating, volunteering, um, prayer, you know, certainly um, is, is a need. And so we also have a really big children's program. Yeah. Um, we go out into the community and, and, and teach very young children about giving back. Um, we have a reading program. We have mm -hmm. um, things that children can learn in, in middle and high school when they have community hours that they have to get for school. They can. We have things that they can do on our campus or off our campus. So, um, so so that people maybe can have an emotional pull. Obviously, no names that would not be legal. But give us a story that you think would resonate. Would just really sum up. I mean, a real true story mm -hmm. that would just sum it up. You got one. You want me to go? You go. Well, you go. <laughs> you go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I was in, in, I'll try to sum it up. I was in the thrift store a couple of weeks ago and I met a young couple with a baby. And I did not realize that they had been through our social service, but they were beaming and just had these smiles on their faces that were just engaging. So I just spoke and said, hey, how are y'all today? And they're like, we're good, we're blessed. And they were under 20. I will just say they were a very young couple. Sure. Um, and just as happy as could be. And I did not realize that they had gone through our social service department and just their story on how they chose, they made choices willingly to live within their means to save and to get ahead. And once they reached a certain spot, they came here to Mission Lexington to say, here's where we are. Here's what we've done. We want to be good stewards of what we're doing going forward. How do we do it? And how can, how can you help us? And so we were able to help them with housing. They were I don't know how much detail we can give. They were living, um, you know, in just some different circumstances sure. that we were able to help them out of and provide um, for needs to start out in a new place um, with their young child and to get on our food program. And so just to see mm -hmm. um, the willingness of even young folks that are coming in and, and really working and that we're here to help, that, that, that to me is more of maybe a happy story. Yeah, and, and they, they were yeah, here. So. They were here several months ago, yeah. and and we gave them homework. We said, "This is what you need mm -hmm. to do," and they were a referral from a local agency. And they were so proud when they were able to come back last week, week before, mm -hmm. and say, "We did this. We did this. We did this." It gives me goosebumps. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have them all day long. Right. What, what do you want? Do you need the shirt off my back? You can have it. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And it, and that's good to hear that there's so much effort put into, um, I guess, vetting whoever's getting mm -hmm. these the big help from you guys. Exactly. Well, our donors deserve that. Sure. Um, you know, we've got to be good stewards of the money. And, you know, what we talk about in social services is that every yes is a no. So if you say yes to this couple... Mm -hmm. who we who we truly believe in obviously we may have to say no to somebody else right so you've got to make the right yeses right and make the right no's because there's only so much that goes around you know that's right um and so we're talking about the and i didn't mean to cut you off mm -hmm. but just to say with the young couple mm -hmm. you know that that's very encouraging because mm -hmm. right now that age group as a whole mm -hmm. doesn't have the very mm -hmm. best reputation. And mm -hmm. I, I know that's throwing everybody into one pot and I don't mean to do that, but it is sort of, 
you know, what everybody talks about mm -hmm. the youth mm -hmm. right now thinking, okay, just hand, give it to me. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, I don't have to work for it. I don't need to do this. So it's great that the program allows for um, homework and making mm -hmm. sure that they are the people that are in need and mm -hmm. not just getting a, mm -hmm. a handout. Of right. And sort. of course, we pay directly to the vendor. We don't ever pay the person. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, but there's still a, a lot of no, vetting. Uh, that goes there's through. a lot of vetting that goes through. Right. Yes. Right. Right. And people know that in the community, and they believe and trust us, and I think that's why we are so so well supported. Right. They, they and getting bigger not, every day. Yeah, getting bigger every day. Well, and one thing, Robin, when I hear her speaking to different groups, whether it's churches or businesses, because, you know, it could be someone that you sit next to at work during the day that needs assistance. Or when mm -hmm. folks come into churches, you know, we want them to focus on their ministry. And so they don't have to say no at a business or a church. They say yes, and let me get you to our partner. And Robin will always say, send them to us. Send them to us. Like, let us be your benevolent arm of your business or your school or your church. Right. Um, so you're not having to tell people no and dip into your resources. Let us, you know, be the, just be your yes. And then we'll vet from there and, and make sure we're meeting their need and, right. and doing the follow-up. So I think we answered the question. Um, it's probably my fault, but I probably jumped right ahead. Um, we answered the question about what to donate, and that mm -hmm. would be gently used items mm -hmm. or new. Mm -hmm. Um be it clothing, shoes, house goods, everything mm -hmm. above. Um, but when can people drop mm -hmm. off? Because y'all do have certain days or times. Right. We are closed on Monday simply to catch up from Saturdays because Saturdays are our big days. So it's Tuesday through Saturday from 9 to 3 to three o'clock. 3 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what is the thing that you need the most right now? I would probably say we're we're coming up on our our um, our Christmas toy time that will be done um, over at Radius Church this year, and that is again is for families who are in need. Um, we always need boy teen products, girl teen stuff, baby stuff. Um, they 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 leave with quite a bit of stuff when they come here. Sure. So we want to make sure that they've got nice quality, brand new things. So we always need teen things and we need baby things. Okay. All right. So anybody hear that? That's what you need to be getting and donating <laughs> and bringing over. <laughs> so now, Robin, how long have you been here? Uh, 11 years. 11 years. Mm -hmm. And how about you? Um, just got the invitation from Robin to join um, end of May, 1st of June. Oh, nice. So well, brand new into it. Yeah. Now, are y'all from Lexington originally or... I'm an Air Force brat. Oh, okay. But I have I've been in Lexington, moved to business over here. Gosh, I I guess um, early 1990s, um, and so I've been in Lexington since then. Nice. Yes, same. We've been in Lexington since the 90s. So, yeah. But I've been born and raised in Columbia, and then my family well, in high school moved still here. In the Midlands. So, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. It's in the Midlands. So yes, yeah, so this is home and. Um, you know, feel, have had a heart for it for a while mm -hmm. um, and just serving our neighbors. So I'm just very fortunate now I get to put the boots on the ground for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, what haven't I asked that you want the people of Lexington to know, the Midlands to know? What is there something I haven't asked that is really important? I don't want to miss it. <laughs> I think one thing I like to talk to folks when we're out there is, you know, People want to give, they want to do, they want to volunteer, and there's seasons for it. You know, this may not be, I would say, visit our website, call, ask, 
you know, if, if now's not the season, it may be a few months from now, whether it's donating, serving, you know, certainly pray all the time. That's free and easy and our most powerful source that we can use. But I would just say check back in if now is not a time and, and you want to or we have stuff going on throughout the year um, that we can that we can look into. And 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 it doesn't always have to be a monetary. It can be through your time or donations. Um, but there's there's always a way from the smallest thing. We just put a call out for a box of cereal. Um, for cereal and a gentleman walked in today and saw it and donated 20 boxes and it could be one box it could yeah. be 20 so it could I, be I was in the small. food I'm going to interrupt you because yeah. I just had yeah. this happen 15 minutes ago I was in the back working in the food pantry and this gentleman drove up to get his monthly food and the one thing he asked for was toothpaste mm -hmm. I said not a problem it was a problem Oh, no. I had not a tube of toothpaste. Uh, so the simplest yeah. one thing can make a difference in, in the life of a family. Right. And so don't think that you can't do it. Yeah. Everybody right. can do something. You know, and, and somebody was um, at another organization that I had um, gone and talked with. They were talking about, if you think about it, the toothbrush and the, mm -hmm. the tube toothpaste that you get from the dentist, well, heck. Bring it here. Bring it. Bring it to. That's the, right. Yeah. You know, donate that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and because that's not stuff you can get used. Uh, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Right. So, if nothing else, you know, save up a few and bring them on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, how do people get in touch with you? Two different things. If they want, they need help. Same number, or they mm -hmm. want to volunteer, all the same number, same website. So, so our website certainly will drive you to the different, like, a, you know, on the main page, it has all of our correspondence, um, an email or a main phone number. There's a link on there to click for volunteering, and that goes directly to our volunteer director. Um, you know, our main number, they can certainly call us through email. You know, we're on Facebook at Mission mm -hmm. Lexington. We're on Instagram at Mission Lex SC. Um, so following us there and our contact information as well. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Well, thank y'all for letting me be here today. And thank I know y'all are really busy while I had to like circle twice to get a parking yeah. I'm sure you did. <laughs> it's the holidays. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas. you. Yeah. Mission Lexington provides me from some food, like monthly basis, also some clothing, because when we got here, we got nothing. So we cannot bring all the stuff that we got in Puerto Rico. And also some um, monetary help too, because we were having trouble paying the electricity bill and they did that for us. And that was a big help. I came to Mission Lexington. I was separated, I was in a shelter, at, um, and then I was living in a camper in my aunt's yard. Um, I came for some food assistance. Um, and I also wanted to speak with a, a lady there that had uh, a sister care representative. It doesn't matter what the situation is. If they get in the hands the way to help you out, they're gonna give it to you. It doesn't matter if you don't have a house, if you don't have a foot on your table, it doesn't matter if you have no clothing. They will try to get you in the right way, in the, in the right path. So don't be afraid just to ask for help. Everybody that I've met, you know, people that have helped, um, it just, that's really what got everything turned around, you know, before my, you know, job change and getting a new career and everything getting on my feet, they, they really did so much 
Um, Mission Lexington, again, has done so much for me. And if, you know, like I told them, I would like to pay it forward one day. If anyone's out there, you know, who can, you know, help to donate, I'm sure they have many things that they need, but I know one would be food and probably monetary donations or volunteer work. Mission Election have so many avenues, so many resources that a lot of times when that referral is put in place, they jump right on it. And that's what we're excited about partnering with Mission Election because they don't hesitate when we bring a incident or a situation to them that needs help. I've been blessed in many ways in my life. I wear this little cross that says grateful and I am so grateful. But I've also been through a lot of struggles in my life. Thanks for hanging out with us today, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or have a person, business, idea, an event that Lexington needs to know more about, email me, local at forallthingslexington.com. That's the number four, y'all. And by Angela Barrett at HomeMattersSC.com. Brought Building to you on in what part matters by JervaisStreetBridge.com, Columbia's most unforgettable free-to-list business directory.